Welcome to episode 124 of B's and Q's podcast. I'm Clay Hansen, and I'm here to take you on a little journey that we call life today. <laughs> uh, no, for real though, got a really good episode. Shit seems to be falling apart in the real world. So uh, I'm going to put my hand out to you, and you can take it, and we can forget about... Uh, we can make light of some hard, dark situations and uh, just, you know, just calm down. We got the meditation, okay? This is what, week four in a row of doing the guided meditation before Let's Talk Tuesday? You gotta love it. Dude, this one was good, too. It was really nice. So, before Let's Talk Tuesday, we do a little meditation. Fucking love life. And then uh, we talk a little conspiracy stuff. We talk a little Super Bowl. Uh, what else do we get? What else do we get? Why do I keep saying we? I am me by myself, dude. Jesus. Get a grip, Clay. Pull the fucking banana out of your ass, man. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Start this episode off right with a nice little sip of a Kirkland Signature Sparkling Water Grapefruit, of course. ASMR. God, that's nice. Jeez Louise. It's been a week. We got through it, guys. We got through it together. Everybody keep their heads up. It's Monday, so I'm a day late. That's fine. Had a long week. Had a uh, long weekend. A little Super Super Bowl Sunday action. The Kraken played Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. Super Bowl Sunday, 10 a.m. A lot of people don't know about that. They did. Pulled out a nice big 5-2 win. 4-2. 5-2. It was one or the other. But it was nice. It was nice picking up. We had We were on a three-game slide. And that hurts. That doesn't feel good, you know. But, I, man, I would have bet my next paycheck that they weren't going to win that first game after the All-Star break. Going into New Jersey, playing the Devils, their hot team in New Jersey. You know. Oh, no, 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 no. No, they played uh, the New York Islanders. And I, I wouldn't have bet money on that game either. Or I would have bet money on that game. Uh, if I had the, you get what I'm saying here. I'm all over the place right now. I was trying to read some stories, you know, um, some shit to talk about. We're going to have to, this episode, I'm definitely going to have to do some, do some reviews of some restaurants to just to, you know, fucking bring it back to life here. I was reading these news stories and everything right now that is happening is just Bad as shit. <laughs> Sounds like the Russia-Ukraine war isn't going hot. And uh, World War III is about to start. 
We've shot down three unidentified flying objects in the past two weeks in the form of balloon. Um, two of which seem seemingly nobody knows about or nobody knows actually what it is. Like the first one, they were like, that's a Chinese spy balloon. And that Chinese spy balloon got all the way across the entire country. Um, and then was shot down over North Carolina. Let's go, USA. Uh, but then I read it sounds like there's two more that were shot down. One was over Montana or something like that. And the other, I mean, who fucking cares? It's a balloon, you know. But um, I was reading this article about uh, it's like this. It's this doctor. Uh, it's a professor from some university. A real vague. Nice work, Clay. Way to, way to do the research and put in the man hours on this one. But uh, he basically explains that um, when genuine proof of extraterrestrial life is about to happen, the world government, world government, so as much as everybody hates each other right now, they all are in the same boat of like, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to test fly some US, some UFO action, right? Uh, and it it basically gauges what the human temperament's going to be when the actual aliens get here. Which, like, don't get me wrong. I'm stoked. I'm stoked about that um, based solely on the idea that... Um, I want fucking dinosaurs to be real and UFOs and Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster. I swear to God, my TikTok is just filled. It's filled with, A, all of them, the worst Bigfoot footage. It's so bad. Bigfoot footage. That's a fun word to say. It's so bad every time, and, and it hits me. I watch them like three or four times in a row. In succession, I'll watch the same video like five times because it'll be like the best Bigfoot footage, February 2nd, 2023, and you're like, well, it's February 8th. This might not even hit the news cycle yet. I might be ahead of the game. Let's see this Bigfoot footage. And then it's just a guy filming into a forest. And then you hear the guy go, where's the woman got there? It is. And there's nothing there. And then not that I say, and that's why I end up watching these stupid things fucking five times in a row like an idiot. Because I'm pretty sure the way that TikTok makes more people, like I'm pretty sure the way that videos catch an algorithm wave is because of views. So if one person watches a video 10 times in a row tiktok goes "Ooh, this something about this video caught this guy's eye and then you have dipshits like me who are like wait a second okay the they're bigfoot like there was one that i saw and it was like you know it was in some lake and they're like what the and the the caption on it I didn't even read. It was the actual title on the screen. And it was WTF is that exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark. 
And then it's a like a really clear video of what looks like, you know, a Loch Ness monster head coming out like of the water and just kind of sitting there. And it's like neck descends into the water. And I watched that video like 20 times because it's like a five or eight second video. And I'm like, what the fuck? Holy shit. What is that? And it's in a lake. What the fuck is that? Well, look at his neck and look at his face, dude. Whoa. What is that? Whoa. I sound like Joe Rogan. Whoa. No, that's not how he sounds. Whoa. Nah, never mind. I'm not even going to try. But um, then I was like, hmm. Gonna check the comments because on all these videos, if you check the comments on some of the stuff that's like pretty questionable, there's generally at least one person in the comments who gives a no nonsense answer. Who's like, oh, no, that's a stalactite and it's underwater or whatever. It's like some sort of rock formation. They give like and they give it's almost as if they're turning a paper in to their teacher. Right. Where they're just like, this is what it is based on this, this, this and this. Check out this article. People went down there and looked at it. It's just a rock. You know? They're like, fuck. Okay. Okay. Welcome to Party Pooper City population, this guy. But also, thank you for doing the research and, and taking care of that for me. Because I would have gone and spouted that off to people that I know. You know? No, no, no. They have video of, of Loch Ness. Because the, the last thing you want to do is be that guy. Right? The last thing you want to do... The last thing you want to do is be the guy who is actually putting their foot down and marking a line in the sand. I'm like, no, there is absolutely footage of trolls in uh, New Zealand. They're real. Like the Lord of the Rings is basically, I've seen videos of it. And they're like, from where? TikTok. Fuck. So you didn't. But there is like... I have been uh, listening to some pretty interesting podcasts and like videos on YouTube. I have them in the background of, of my work computer, so I'll be like doing shit for work. And I just turn on like, you know, uh, pyramids and fucking Maya or whatever explained on the History Channel. And um, the it just starts going through videos and before I realize it, like, it takes my ear to perk up and be like, wait, what did he just say? And then you got to rewind for, like, six seconds. And uh, there's there's been some, like, pretty interesting things that I've listened to. But, like, I mean, you know my TikTok creation, right? So, obviously, you know my YouTube creation. And uh, about 90% of the time, Ancient Aliens from History Channel is, is playing in the background. <laughs> So, so when people come into my office, it's that wild-haired fucker. What's that guy's name? What is the fucking crazy hair guy name? See, I don't have internet out here, and we all know that. So, uh, crazy hair guy from Ancient Aliens. Because, of course, I don't have internet. You know, it's 2023. I have internet. Hey, dude, it's Fucking February 13th. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there, by the way, because you're going to hear this on Valentine's Happy Valentine's Day, Allie, my beautiful wife. My beautiful angel of a wife who literally keeps this ship afloat. The Hanson family island is protected and nourished by my wife. 
Allie Lopriori. I couldn't be more thankful for you. I love you so much. To the moon and back, my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wife. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, oh, and I hope you enjoy the flowers I got you. When I told you I got you a gift, I, and I said it's really small, it really, it was just the flowers, and I love you so much. But anyways, back to the, it's February 13th, and it is fucking snowing outside again. So I'm out here in the shed, P's and Q's, P's and Q's podcast shed, just putting in the work. It's fucking for rigid out here. But anyways, caught a little bit of the internet. And uh, the crazy hair guy from Ancient Aliens, his name's Giorgio A. Sokolos. So I'm assuming he's Greek. And uh, yeah, he is the leading expert uh, of histories. I got to know a little bit about this guy because his thing says Stokolos is the leading expert and co-executive producer of History's Ancient Aliens, the series. Uh, see, the thing is, is if I click on a link on Google, the Internet slips away from me. Maybe, actually, I'll do his Wikipedia. He's Swiss-born. Okay. He's a, he's a fucking nut job is what he is. He's 44 years old, but I fuck with him. I fuck with him because you know why? Because Giorgio is fucking passionate about what he does. He's like, think about how many people go to work and they're just like, I have to be at work because I need this money so I can have things and have this stuff. This guy gets up every day and fucks Giorgio A. Because his last name is spelled T-S-O-U-K-A-L-O-S. So I'd, I'd assume it's Stokolas or Takolos. Stokolos. Something like that. Whatever. All them countries that ain't American, they got their alphabet all fuckered up. Um, oh, but he's of Greek-Austrian. Austrian heritage. So he went to Ithaca College in Ithaca, New York with a bachelor's degree in communication. For for several years, he worked as a bodybuilding promoter. I've always noticed his shoulders and traps are kind of high. Let's go. Uh, He fucking competed in Mr. Olympia. He produced and directed the annual IFBB San Francisco Pro Grand Prix from 2001 to 2005. Just jacked fucking oily dudes with the dark mahogany skin. You love to see it. Uh, He appeared in programs broadcast by Travel Channel, History, Sci-Fi, National Geographic. He was the editor of Legendary Times Magazine from 1999 to 2008. He is a consecutive producer on Ancient Aliens, and he has appeared in more than 200 episodes since 2009. He presented the co-produced. He presented and co-produced the 2014 H2 series, In Search of Aliens. Here's the thing. Is so this is the guy that is usually just playing in the background. At my office. And he goes, you know, he'll be like, And the hieroglyphics in Egypt depict them in a star-dwelling, uh, life-preserving aircraft. 
and you're like, it looks like a guy's just tangled in a bunch of rock snakes. That's what it looks like to me. Looks like he's surrounded by a pit of snakes that are crawling up his nose. But he gets after it, and he's a fucking showman, you know? But I, it doesn't really explain how he got into... Hmm, I wonder how that happened. Because you don't just go from bodybuilding to being like, I'm an alien dog. <clears throat> Whoa, no way. Don't do it to me, brother, dude. <sighs> the Smithsonian magazine.com the idiocy fabrication and lies of ancient aliens god damn i'm clicking on it son of a bitch son of a bitch this better not i'm gonna be guys i gotta tell you i'm gonna be suck i'm gonna be super bummed if they if they give some legit why the fuck is my father-in-law texting me god damn it hey Call me. What? Okay, I gotta pause. God damn it. That was the most father-in-law conversation. Just says a text says, call me. Go to call him. It goes straight to voicemail. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, I can't make any calls. What the fuck? And then I called him and he answered. He goes, wow, finally turned back on. T-Mobile's been shut down today. I wonder what that's all about. I bet you I bet you if I were to go on Reddit right now and look up T-Mobile conspiracy, there would be some wild fucking conspiracy about why the T-Mobile lines are shut down. They're getting ready to fucking brand us like cattle, man, and just put us through the fucking bleeding line. Big Brother's watching, dude. Actually, I did see a meme that was pretty, it was uh, Orwell, who he wrote 1984, you know, Big Brother. And there's a quote from that book, it was a meme I saw, and there's a quote from the book that says, uh, they put him in front of the TV with sports, alcohol, and betting on the horizon, or gambling on the horizon, so keeping the masses controlled was pretty easy. That one, hmm, hmm, well, Orwell Riddenbacher, you kind of nailed it on that one, because here's the thing, let's say all these conspiracies that I talk about and I pledge to you I don't believe in, um, what if all of a sudden just tomorrow we all woke up and like 90% of conspiracies were absolutely real? And it was just like, what? Like the tabloids have just been the truth the entire time? What if that's what it is? The tabloids are actually telling the truth and fucking like all the other printed news outlets are just like distractions. They're just like, well, we can't stop. We can't stop the National Enquirer from printing about Bigfoot. God damn it. We need to keep him under wraps. Um, But... uh Man, I forgot what I was saying. There's so many thoughts going through my mind right now. It's rather startling. 
Yeah, and you know what? I look down when I'm recording this, and I'm like, it's been 20 minutes. We're like at 20 minutes on the nose right now. And I feel like I've been out here for two hours. I can't feel my toes. My fingers are cold, and my nose is re-stuffing up because it's 30, mm, 33 degrees outside and raining. Oh, wow. And I just took a call from my father-in-law about what to get my wife for her birthday. <laughs> because Allie's birthday is also Friday. Happy birthday, Allie. Oh, wow. We get a double... We get Clay's double tribute to his perfect wife in one episode? How lucky are we? Well, you're the luckiest sons of bitches on the world because you're listening to episode 124 PCQ's podcast, baby. So just bear with me for a second. Everybody just mute for a second and let me go to town on that beautiful wife of mine. Hey, Allie, what's going on? Happy birthday here in a couple of days. I just want you to know that everything you get uh, you deserve and everything more. I want to be able to give you the world my my sweet, sweet, succulent strawberry. I want to mow your box. I want to lick your butthole. I want to do all sorts of nasty shit with you on Valentine's Day. And then love you like a real man and husband should on your birthday. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. No, for real though. Happy birthday, baby. And uh, happy Valentine's Day. What a world we live in. Back to the news. Tom Green just came out and said that the UFOs and the balloons that are being showed all over the news are to cover up the fact that they just released Epstein's guest list. Which, I'm not sure if they actually did that or not, but my, my Wi-Fi bars are popping right now. I got, I got big dog Wi-Fi bar. Oh my God. I just forgot. History channels present self-appointed challengers of science who take on the idea that aliens caused the extinction of non-avian dinosaurs. Until now. Okay, so this is just that I'm talking about dinosaurs. That's cool. Um, what was I going to look up? Epstein guest list. Was it actually released? Because if it was, that would be, you know, the masses would just be like, oh, okay, so we don't just have, we don't just take direction from a, who flew December 21, so nothing came out recently, June 29th, what celebrities, Jeffrey Epstein pilots revealed, oh, cool, Chris Tucker was said to be, Chris Tucker, no way, no, Lolita Epstein guest list. Who flew on Jeffrey Epstein's Lolita Express plane? What's Lolita? Was that Spanish? Kevin Spacey, Bill Clunk. So, of course, this is going to take forever because I don't have internet. Man, if they shut off the internet tomorrow, we'd be fucked. <laughs> what is my kid just supposed to watch fucking cars on DVD? What the fuck are you talking about, boy? Um, no, but as it looks, I mean, the way things are looking right now, 
I don't know if you guys remember, but like probably like 20 episodes back, me and Joe got into a delicately heated uh, debate as to what you would do if there was a civil war in, in, in America. And he was like, we would just go to Canada and get jobs over there like a bunch of pussies. And I was like, I'd take my family in the fucking woods and we'd go live out there like fucking it would be hard as shit. But that's just that's what we would do. Um, it's starting to look like I'm probably going to be taking my family to the woods soon. Thank God it's almost the end of winter. Thank God winter's almost over. Because I'm going to be taking my fucking family to the woods once the shit hits the fan, brother. And and the filth of the millennials will be wiped clean from the face of the planet. Dude. It's so crazy. It, it is weird. It's totally weird being alive right now. Right? It's so fucking weird being alive right now. I don't remember a time in my life that was so convoluted with just horse shit that people were so passionate about. Like, at, at some points I think that I'm like Jim Carrey on The Truman Show and that everyone's playing a prank on me. Because I just don't understand why everyone's so uptight about everything. You have family members who have known each other for their whole lives who no longer speak to each other because a guy was president. <laughs> oh, that's fucking stupid. And then you got people who believe in one thing and then the people who believe in the opposite of that. You have no common ground with another person. You know, you have no common ground at all. You can't even like... And don't even try and be like, well, actually, like a person in a third world country doesn't have any common ground with you, Clay. So what are you talking about? Really? Because I bet you and uh, I bet you him and I could watch cartoons together and enjoy it. My kid doesn't speak English very well, and he thinks some cartoons are hella funny. Okay. So finding common ground is not impossible to do with everybody. I bet you if me and Vladimir Putin sat in a room together, I'd give it two hours before him and I are shooting the shit. Just bullshit. Kim Jong-un, get in here, you fat bastard. Let's talk about express burritos, brother. You ever had a carne asada fajita burrito? I bet not. Let's expand your horizons. Then him and I get fat and jolly as fuck together. Dude, I just... I don't understand how people can be so bent out of shape about other people's, like, views, political, world, anything, you know? I don't, I don't understand why everybody, like, everyone, I guess what I'm getting at is that everyone is so uptight to be prepared to be like, well, if you don't agree with the thing that I, that I, that I agree with, then we we are enemies. You and I cannot get along anymore. Really? You ever watch South Park? It's hilarious. Yeah, it is. Okay, good. You and I get it. You ever watched a fucking cigarette boat go 70 across a flat, calm, calm lake? It's bitching. You ever seen a sunrise from a fucking mountain peak? It's absolutely gorgeous. 
So there is something that everybody can agree with. God, I could have a fucking killer conversation with a fucking Amish person. Let's see these old school wooden tools you use to build these fucking giant houses with. It's crazy. Your guys' fucking hand skills are baffling. Please let me work with you. Well, okay, I take that back. Uh, the West, <laughs> the Westboro Baptist Church is pretty wild. I don't know if I could. I mean, if I didn't, if if they could bite their, because you know, if they're gonna be the guys who are like, f- fucking, God wants dead gay soldiers in hell or whatever. It's like ugh, you guys are just exhausting. But if they didn't say that kind of stuff and we could talk about NASCAR or whatever, cool. I'm sure we can find common ground, actually. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sticking to it. I'm digging my heels in. I think that anybody is capable of having a normal conversation with anybody. That should be a fucking game show. An extreme Muslim, like an, a Muslim extremist, and uh, like a Westboro Baptist Church member have to sit in a room, and until they have like 10 minutes of delightful conversation, they can't leave. You know, it could take days. (laughs) Jesus, that would be so crazy. Uh, But it's not far-fetched because they just recently came out with a TV show about two, two and a half years ago, middle of COVID. And it was about autistic people finding love, love on the spectrum at first, I'll admit, I was one of the guys who was like, this is hilarious to watch for all the wrong reasons. Go ahead. Then I watched it even more and more. And before I know it, tears are streaming down my face because I'm starting to fall in love with the characters and I love their stories. And I love the fact they're looking for love, dude. Valentine's Day. Dude, the love on a spectrum shit is the sweetest fucking show. It's so goddamn incredible. Watching these fucking people just like, dude, there was one guy, he was undiagnosed till he was like 60 fucking five. And I watched that show for five minutes and it introduced him. I'm like, nobody was like, do you think Gary's autistic or something? And he lives in like a fucking high rise in San Francisco. So he's doing pretty good. Like, that's what it is. It's a spectrum. But that dude was weird as fucking all hell. And he's killing it. And Oh, and he... He wants to get his dick wet. He just doesn't have the means of communication to get the job done. He's just kind of a fucking weirdo, dude. (laughs) Yeah, that show is fucking killer. So if that can be a show, I don't know why you can have a show called like, um, what would, what would we call the show? What would we call the show? We're two extremes on each side. Like, It'd be like basically like wife swap, but except for like way, way, way more extreme. So you'd have like a hippie and like, and like a fucking corporate fucking jackal from, from Wall Street. And you just put them into a room and go, if you guys can have a delightful conversation in less than eight hours. Like, just common ground that you guys actually end up enjoying each other. Like, 
And they'd be hooked up to like meters. So you could tell like if it was a genuine conversation or not, because I'm sure that technology exists. And they would just, if you can do it in less than eight hours, each of you get 10 grand. And couldn't you imagine, couldn't you imagine the fucking, the, the fucking New York Wall Street dog just being like, I don't need fucking 10 grand. Fuck this hippie. <laughs> you know what I want to do is burn the woods down. We need less woods, more buildings, more infrastructure. Get the fuck out of my face. Dude, for some reason, every movie that depicts like a Wall Street dog, those guys look so hard and they're all just a bunch of keystroking pussies. <laughs> they make these guys out to be these like hard motherfuckers who are like, I can sell ice to an Eskimo. I can make your grandmother buy me dinner. And you're like, whoa, this guy's hard as fuck. And then you like look at him and they're like, I'm 16 hours into my portfolio getting my NASDAQ three points higher. And you're over there push, pushing around a snow shovel. Like, dude, shoveling snow is significantly harder than fucking watching stock markets. Dude. Who are you talking shit to? What? What? Excuse me? Excuse me? What are you talking about? <sighs> But, uh, yeah. Oh, the Super Bowl, dude. The Super Bowl was actually a really good game. I didn't see a lot of it because I was playing with my kids. You know, how un-American of me. But um, there was, you know, I didn't realize how big of a dickhead Patrick Mahomes' brother Jackson is. I haven't, like, I just found out the news that Patrick Mahomes has a brother named Jackson Mahomes. Who's like a TikTok superstar. And there is multiple clips of footage of him doing TikTok dances on the field after the Super Bowl. It's so fucking cringy, dude. I don't like saying cringy that much, but that shit, I was like, oh, God damn. How does Patrick Mahomes not be like, hey, Jackson Mahomes, I swear to God, if I catch you TikToking on the field one more time. You're not in, you have to buy your own tickets. So if you want to come to the game, you got to pay to get in and you can sit as close to the field as you want, but you are not coming on the field and doing TikToks. Anyway, so spoiler alert, Kansas City Chiefs won. A lot of people think there was a bad call at the end where, uh, who was it? Uh, Bradbury. Fucking Bradbury did a little holding at the end, and it got them to first and ten. They ran the clock down, kicked the extra point, or kicked the field goal, went up by three, and won the game. And that's all she wrote. Patrick Mahomes has two Super Bowls in five years, two league MVPs, five Pro Bowls. This dude has a Hall of Fame resume already, when you think about it. Like, I will see these things where it's like, uh, this is, it's, it's on, uh, NHL and it'll, it'll showcase a player from like back in the early to mid two thousands. And they're like, you know, 600 NHL points, um, 950 games played. Six Western Conference Finals appearances, one Stanley Cup 
appearance, one Stanley Cup uh, championship. And then it says Hall of Fame resume, question mark. And you kind of just look at them and you read it and you're like, whatever. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I feel like I, f- I feel like Hall of Fame resumes need to be like really, truly like absurd. You know, like we need to set the bar. Not at Wayne Gretzky because or like Tom Brady, because those are just absurd numbers or like LeBron James. But like you need to set the bar at like. You know, fucking Steph Curry or I don't know. Uh, you got to set the bar at like, uh, like, like a Sidney Crosby or something. Like, you have to have the resume to be in the Hall of Fame, like the big dog shit. Um, but yeah, dude, Patrick Mahomes is a fucking stud. It's crazy. One thing that was really funny, and I think a lot of people are talking about it, but I couldn't be sure, is that Travis Kelsey, uh, he's the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes is, like, really happy. He's doing an interview after the game, and he's doing it. He's got Kermit the Frog voice, and he's like, yeah, you know, everybody just did their job out there dying, and we just had a really good time, and then everybody just, my O-line stepped it up, and then we did the thing. And then Travis Kelsey comes in at a left field, with boogers and snot shooting out of his nose. And he's like, hey, hey, to everybody out there who fucking didn't think that we were going to do it and that we couldn't do it and we did it and, and we pulled it off and you you were wrong. And this one's for all the doubters. And it was like, if I recall, you guys were projected number one in the power rankings the whole season. Like, I don't think there was anybody... You know, if the Chargers had gone out and won the Super Bowl and Justin Herbert decided to to pull a stunt like that and be like, to all you fuckheads out there who didn't think the Chargers would ever win a Super Bowl, shove this up your fucking ass. Like, that would be more appropriate than Travis Kelsey being like, and to all you doubters out there, it's like, was it like, besides people who lived in Philadelphia, I'm pretty sure everybody was like, I think the fucking Kansas City Chiefs are probably going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, maybe. I don't even know if I had a prediction. Maybe I said the Eagles, but I assume... Actually, I might have said the Eagles because I thought Patrick Mahomes' ankle was broken. But then later in life found out that it wasn't. So that guy is such a good fucking football player that he is that much of a game changer. Where it's like, if Patrick Mahomes isn't playing, then they probably will lose that game. But if he is playing, then they're probably going to win. And don't give me this whole like, well, you know, any quarterback could go down and then that didn't and then they're not going to win if their quarterback's gone. You're like, okay, Nick Foles. Oh, no, okay, Nick Foles. Nick Foles, yeah. Yeah, the last time the Eagles won a fucking Super Bowl, backup quarterback won it. No big deal. Hello. Hello. And what's Nick Foles doing now? What's Nick Foles doing now? Something super loud just banged outside. And I took my fucking shoes off because my feet were so cold. Sometimes I feel like my socks are the reason that my feet get cold. 
Should I put my shoes on and go check it out? Fuck it. Son of a bitch. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. We're getting ready for World War Three, baby. And it's fucking... Just actually, you know what? I am going to pause because just in case that was like my front door opening, I better go check on my family. I'll be right back. All right. Good news. Checked on the family. Everything's all good. And asked Allie if there was any uh, Let's Talk Tuesdays on the Instagram since I can't get Instagram on my phone for some reason. Um, and when I do, you guys are just going to be fucking overloaded with TikToks. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, God, I just wish I had... Uh, you know what I wish is I wish that Joe just lived across the street. Because then we could still just do this. Oh, shit. But no, he's got to live in fucking... He's got he's to let me uproot my family and move to the fucking sticks, dude. Thanks a lot, Joe. Happy fucking 2023, dude. Um, No, seriously, I could not be happier with this fucking house. It's dumping snow. It's just I just went out there to check on the fam, walked out the door of my shed, and it is just absolutely fucking dumping snow right now. It's wild, dude. It's wild and crazy, kids. Um, so, as always, I'm about to do some Let's Talk Tuesdays, and what we're going to do here is we're going to do our fucking, uh, Let's Talk Tuesdays presented to you by a little bit of fucking mind clarity and mental preparation, uh, aka meditation with Clay Dog here at P's and Q's studio. Also had a fucking super dope idea. I have a camping trailer. Obviously, if you've been listening, you know I have a camping camping trailer. I got power that bitch, and it's got a heater in it, and it has a Wi-Fi extender, and it's closer to my house than this fucking shed is. I'm going to start recording in my trailer. Hey, Clay, you big stupid idiot. Why wouldn't you have done that a long time ago? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because I'm a big stupid fucking moron. <laughs> Dude, dang. Anyways, okay, let's let's dial it back. Let's dial it back. Let's go back in a time. Or stay in the present. You know what? Let's stay in the present. We got a lot of we got a lot of shit to work out here in the present, okay? So we're gonna if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But if you're not, just hang out with me here. Let's close our eyes. And we're gonna take a nice deep breath in through our nose. Putting out through our mouth. God, that's nice. When's the first snow day that you remember? When you were a kid. Fuck that. We're not staying in, in the present. Let's go back in time. Let's feel good. Your first snow day. Another deep breath in through the nose. And out through the mouth. Oh, that feels good. Feels good like waking up. It's still dark out. It's a school day, but it's fucking dumping snow and you run to the TV take a deep breath in through the nose (sighs) you sit there anxiously waiting for the TV you got the news on 
there's a weather report and slowly all the schools and school districts that are receiving the almighty blessed school closure because of snow take a deep breath into that nose you watch them tick by and tick by and tick by and hall of fucking Luya. There it is. Take a deep breath in. No school for you. It's a snow day, baby. You know all your boys are going to be out playing in the snow. You're going to start with a fucking snowman because why not? Oh, let that one out. But before you know it, more and more people have got their snow gear on. Sleds are getting cracked open. You find the sickest hill that you can find. Take a deep breath in through the nose. Out through the mouth. You and your friends walk to the hill. You all have your sleds or your trash can lids or your garbage bags that you put your feet inside of. And you're ready to bomb down that hill. This day hasn't even gotten started yet. You're only an hour in. Take a deep breath in through the nose for me. Oh, God. Damn. You get the first lane of powder cut through that downhill in that fucking neoprene slash hard plastic shell of a fucking wing glider to shoot down the snowy hill and you can feel the flakes bursting against your face. You're exhilarated. You're free. There is no school. Take a deep breath in with me. (sighs) You've done 10... 13, 15 runs up and down that hill just to feel the exhilaration just as good as the time before. Every time you sled down that hill, you start to go face first. You start to start, you try standing up. You do all the normal stuff and you're fucking living. Take a deep breath in with me. And then one of your friends throws a snowball and it is fucking on. Until it gets dark out, you skip eating more meals. You skip going inside to take a break because the snowball fight is on. Maybe you guys have established camps. Maybe you haven't. It's 10 on 10, 5 on 5, 3 on 3. Who cares? Maybe it's just two brothers whizzing each other. At the fucking snowball peak in the backyard. Take a deep breath in with me. Oh, you're a fucking kid. You're not at school. You're involved in all out mayhem in this last until it's dark out and you're cold and you're wet and you're tired. And you know that the warm salvation of your house is next. Take a deep breath. You're home. You're a kid. You've just been exhilarated by snow for the last 10, 12, 14 hours straight. You're freezing. And you've just had 
may be the best day of your life so far. Let's take three deep breaths in on that note. Damn. I'm telling you guys. I need you guys to email me and let me know if you enjoy that or not. Because I feel enlightened as fuck when I get done with that. I just replayed a fucking snow day in my head. And I felt like I was there. At one point, the darkness of my eyes being closed turned brighter. And I could feel myself in the Mill Creek Apartments in an all-out snowball fucking madness warfare bombing down the fucking trails on a sled making a snowman dumping a little ice cold coca-cola in a snowball and having a homemade slurpee get the fuck off of me it doesn't get better than that all while you're taking those deep breaths my legs feel like i just cumed I'm not even kidding. I feel so goddamn good. Jesus. What a wild ride. Anyways, let's get into some uh, Let's Talk Tuesdays. Fucking, we got one from the king, Musa, and it is a fucking doozy. And then we got two from the Gmail. They're pretty good. One of them's actually really good. Um, and also, if you haven't been, follow me on TikTok. Okay, it's at SlimeHandClem. That is my TikTok, SlimeHandClem. I'm almost to 1,000 followers, and apparently you can go live at 1,000 followers. So what I'm going to do when I get 1,000 followers is I'm going to do Let's Talk Tuesday live from the trailer and I'll be answering your guys' questions from, from Instagram and TikTok and, and Gmail. But I'll also see if I can get some fucking strangers to peep game on my live and ask me questions. And then I'm going to burn through them live and record them to the podcast. Dude, I'm making it happen. <laughs> Man, couldn't be a minute too soon either. Anyways, let's get to the Let's Talk Tuesdays here. Uh, first honors goes to obviously uh, the champ, Musa Gloyd, the king. Let's talk Tuesday. You can pick one crime or bad thing in the world and make it so it never happens again. What would it be? Here's the catch you have to commit that crime first for this to work. Damn, what a fucking good Let's Talk Tuesday! Unbelievable, dude. Unbelievable. Um, oh, I have a Let's Talk Tuesday from BJ. Young BJ Glasgow as well. I'm going to hit that one. And it's actually on the nose because the Super Bowl was yesterday. Uh, okay, so you can rid one bad thing or crime from the world forever, but you have to have it go off. You have to do it first. So what comes to mind is um, littering. And that's kind of small potatoes, but like, could you imagine how dope it would be if there was no more littering? Dang, dude. 
and I would technically say what we do with like dumping trash in the ocean is considered littering, right? Even though it's U.S. and government sanctioned, it's still littering. You're still putting garbage in a place that doesn't belong. So that would end. And since this is a, a wish where it comes true, garbage would just be gone. It would just be, uh, as Matthew McConaughey says in Wolf of Wall Street, full circle, talking about Wall Street bros. It's all this fugazi, man. You know that one? Um, so like littering, right? That would be one. Then that's small potatoes. That's not fun. So let's get into an actual one. I mean, that is a good pick, but it's let's do a, a, a better one for entertainment. It's, you know, that was like watching. Um, that was like watching a really entertaining documentary. It's fun. It's or it's good. You know, it's good. But, you know, everybody wants Terminator 2, right? So I would say um, if I could end one bad thing or crime, but I have to commit the crime. Oh, I got it figured out. Animal cruelty. I would kill one of my dogs. Easy. I would kill Penny, my dog. And then no other dogs... Or animals will be harmed. Animal cruelty. No, that's not it either. I'm just kidding. Um, one crime. Hmm. Dang it. Because you just like... The thing is, like, as you think of crimes you want to stop, so I'd be like, child sex slavery. And then the caveat of it is you have to commit said crime to end it. So... I can't even commit any, I can't even get rid of any like legitimate crimes, you know, like I can't get rid of rape. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I don't feel like getting like getting rid of hate crime is huge. That's like top one or two behind like using nukes, man. And both of those I can't get rid of because I wouldn't do it. God damn it. Um, oh, bullying. That's what I would pick. Cause like bullying, bullying is like a, like it's like a fucking serious problem for the youth of today. They get bullied. They get cyber bullied and shit like that. I would bully the fuck out of somebody uh, you know, until they like tried to rob a bank or something, I would just bully the shit out of somebody until they can press charges on me. And then, yeah, yeah. I would take some fucking weak little bitch kid and just swirly his ass. But, oh wait, would I get something tells me that if I swirly like a seven year old or an eight year old to end bullying by bullying him. I wouldn't get, like, the crime that I'd be ending wouldn't be, like, you're doing 60 days hard time for bullying, guy. It'd be like, no, you're doing two years for, like, beating the shit out of a kid. But that's not a bad one to get rid of, right? Child abuse. Yeah, that's, oh my god. That's the crime I would get rid of. Fucking child abuse, and I go whoop some kid's ass. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It wouldn't be my kids. Fuck no. But like, 
Yeah, I'd put hands on my nephew, Cody. You know, I'd whoop his little ass in a second. Go smack around some 16-year-old who's in a fucking BMW. Listen to their music with their fucking curly fry haircut. I just go whoop the dog shit out of them. Maybe like you are fucking going to jail for for beating up a kid. And I'd be like, I did my part. You don't have to. Hey, thank me later, and then I'd do my time. <laughs> and then kids wouldn't get beat up by adults anymore. That would be fucking pretty tight. Or like you know, there's a go-to meth. Just do meth. Do heroin. That would be cool because that would help with homelessness a ton. Yeah, maybe I would commit that crime. I would do heroin in like a public library and just be like, yep, that crime doesn't exist anymore. You can't do heroin. Um, I think that's how, that's a really complex goddamn question because now I'm thinking because the crime that you commit or you said bad thing though. Yeah, heroin. I would do heroin and end heroin because I feel like the domino effect of ending heroin would pretty fuck. It would like fuck up like terrorist organizations as well. Like I'd be doing the whole world a, a pretty decent solid. The only people I'd be fucking over would be like the U.S. government who makes hella money off the DEA, DEA and shit with tax money. Right. I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Like we get tax money to pay for the DEA. Therefore, they just take a hit because there's no more heroin busts. Like, they still have, now they're just like, now I guess I'm cracking meth and cocaine. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I would just do every drug in a 24 hour period, except for weed, mushrooms, and acid. And DMT. And cigarettes. I think cigarettes and nicotine should definitely be a part of everyone's day to day life. If I knew that cigarettes weren't bad for me, I'd smoke four of them at a time. I would just be dummying cigarettes. Ooh, come on, baby. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. Thank you, Musa. And uh, now we're going to get to the Let's Talk Tuesdays. One of them's kind of a conspiracy-heavy one. And the other one, uh, whatever. Let's just get to it. Let me uh, open these bad boys up, and I'll be right back. Okay, so here's the one from BJ Glasgow. It is, uh, Clay, do you think that the NFL is actually rigged? And I don't think it's scripted. Like, there's a lot of things where they're like, NFL's, Antonio Brown, thankfully for the people who are like, see, the in, the NFL is scripted. It's like, you you believe Antonio Brown? He like shook his cock at like a fucking 50-year-old mom in Dubai. The guy is not mentally sound to be like, you guys... I'm glad all this stuff about the NFL scripts coming out. You're like, I feel like you're just kind of trying to cover up your tracks. I'm feeling, I'm feeling kind of like you're trying to, uh, I'm feeling like you're trying to make sure people don't know that you're just kind of a fucking crazy person now. You do any, like all sorts of wild shit all the time. But, um, I don't think it's like scripted, but I think that there's a lot of money, you know? And I think that there's way to um, help swing games. I think there's certain parts of it where, you know, I mean, you look at like that holding penalty um, against Bradbury, right? Like there's a vast majority of people who are like, 
that was not a fucking holding and are going nuts about it. Um, and maybe it wasn't, but I think that there's a lot of money to be thrown around. And I think it's such like, a, I think that when any organization gets into like, you know, tickling that trillion number, cause I feel like the NFL in all of its like glory with everything and, uh, like, like sub NFL things, but anything that's NFL related being sold, uh, is gotta be like in the high billions, I would assume. Right. Um, and I think when money like that is being introduced to any type of business entity or any type of like faction that, you know, Money can't buy you happiness, but it can fucking buy you a late, a late quarter TD, right? So maybe it is a little bit rigged, but I think that most sports are a little bit rigged at least, you know, where it's like, I don't know. I mean, you could go down, it's maybe gambling related where like super, super high ups at Vegas have the, like Vegas knows something because they set these money lines and they win a lot, right? So, um, I think the NFL and most sports are probably kind of rigged. So, there's there's my Let's Talk Tuesday on that one. I, I think it's maybe a little bit rigged. I, be, I would believe if it is a little bit rigged, you know. Um, and then we go to our last two Let's Talk Tuesdays from Gmail. And the first one is the conspiracy one, which this guy's got a great name. Okay. Uh, do you think these trains derailing is a cover up for something bigger? Do you think this is written kind of weird? Do you think so? There's two trains that got derailed. Anyway, his name is your dog, the bounty hunter. From Federal Way, Washington. <laughs> Your dog, the bounty hunter, is so goddamn funny. Good one. Um, But, you know, here's the thing is that these trains, I was just reading about it because it just happened today. So, um, do you... Wow, that was a quick response to that. You probably saw that and just... Hey, email me again, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Email me again uh, when you hear this, because I want to know, did you just like read that and immediately think to email me? Because that would be fucking super dope to know. Um, but yeah, I think that the train derailment, I think the succession in which they happened so quickly, like you never hear like the last train that derailed was here in Washington. I feel like you never hear about them. And then like these, these ones were like super, they're like fucking little mini Chernobyls. There's like a fucking carcinogen cloud moving towards New York city right now. And, uh, one thing that I did read about that and I screenshotted it, but it is, um, how do I find my picture? Where my pincher? Uh, come on. Oh, there it is. Um, the railroad company uh, that is responsible for the accident is worth fifty-five billion and is offering only twenty-five thousand to assist the town. 
the entire town of Palestine, Ohio, is getting $25,000 to assist because they got kicked out of their houses and had to evacuate the city and had nowhere to go. The Russians in fucking Chernobyl, that USSR handled Chernobyl, the evacuation of Kiev, much better than this fucking, well, the U.S. government is, I guess, is who would be responsible for this. Um, so I was offering only $25,000 to assist the town, which comes out to $5 per resident. People were exposed to toxic chemicals and have had to evacuate their homes, and the company's answer is offering them $5. And then it goes on to say, I hope someone can hold these people accountable for this disaster. Hopefully this isn't one of those situations where all the environmental regulations have been repealed and the corporations get away with murder. Uh, yeah, 25000 I mean... If they're worth $55 billion, it's probably going to cost, like, I would say $20 million to clean this up. Because the amount, just the amount you're going to have to pay for labor. That's not time and a half shit. That's fucking material waste that you're dealing with. You don't just bring in a contractor to go, hey, I need you to clean up these, these chemicals. No, it's just Lysol. It's Lysol and some other shit. Um... But then another one happened. And then with the balloons and shit, it just all seems kind of like, I don't know, these fucking, it's just such a weird time to be alive, dog, the bounty hunter. <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe, maybe they're hiding something bigger. I mean, I was just talking about how they released Jeffrey Epstein's fucking visitor forms and that just happened and all of a sudden there's like, kind of crazy shit happening all over the world. Probably a coincidence, but maybe it's a cover-up, you know? That that would make that wouldn't be surprising, I guess is what I'm getting at. If we found out 10 years from now it was like, "Oh yeah, they're trying to cover up that thing." And it's like talked about like the JFK assassination. Um I wouldn't be surprised to in the least bit. So, uh thanks for the Let's Talk Tuesday. I love a I love a little drop of conspiracy and your response time on that is staggering. I I just looked at the time you sent that and fucking that's pretty cool. Please email me and let me know. Um and then the last one is right here. And it is Okay, so big time hockey guy Clay. If you could be the Seattle Kraken equipment trainer, Zamboni driver, and all-around locker room guy. But the catch is you cannot watch games. How long would you take this job? Thanks. Louie Louie. Everett Washington. I need to get glasses again. This is just driving me nuts. Uh, thank you, Louie. Um, okay, so I'm the locker room guy. I'm the skate sharpener guy. I get them their sticks, make their gear from point A to point B. Zamboni guy, all-around glue guy in the locker room. I get to hang out with the team, shoot the shit, but I don't get to watch games. <sighs> oh, Oh, I know. Okay. Um, 
If I make the same money I do right now and it's a livable salary, I would do it forever because then I just listen to games on the radio. Easy. Easy. Next. 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 That was an easy one, Louie. Bring the heat next time. I would listen on the radio and I would be the fucking glue guy of the Seattle Kraken for the same salary I have now for the rest of my life. Listen to the Stanley Cup on the radio all day long. Oh my god, they'd probably make they probably make me a fucking statue outside of fucking Climate Pledge Arena after my retirement. Forty year career as the glue guy of the Seattle Kraken. Been with them through the thick and thin of fucking rebuilding and championships. Zamboni driver to boot. Yeah. Sign me up for, I don't know, a life pass. I want I want I want lifetime chicken nuggets for free. Oh, and I get to eat I get to eat lunch with the boys? Yeah, and do that job forever. Thanks a lot, guys. Going out to fucking dinner, they're like, Clay, what do you got going? You wanna wanna grab some fucking Azteca? I'll be like, fuck yeah, boys, let me finish up the ice here. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Berkey, what kind of what kind of edge you want on your blade again? Okay, I got you. Hey, hey. Don't don't talk to me like that, or I'll tell I'll tell your wife that you're saying bad words, saying naughty words again at um at the in the locker room. Hey, I don't want to have to narc on you either, big guy. Yeah, quesadillas are on me. <laughs> Throw an elbow. Fuck yeah, that'd be such a sick fucking life. You just you know make a a livable salary like a you know a livable salary, and you're the fucking. Crack you just got you just can't watch games. You can listen to them on the radio though. You didn't say that. You can listen to the radio. So no take backs. Cause if it was like I can't listen or watch or I do anything, um I'd probably do it a season. I would wait for a season that was like, you know, pretty dismal. Not a great like a middle of the pack, uh, bottom feeder team season. I'd do it then and then just like yeah, just deal with that. So, thank you, Louie. Thank you, dog. Your dog, the bounty hunter. <laughs> and thank you, BJ. And thank you, Musa, for all the Let's Talk Tuesdays. Thanks for sitting with me on the medita- meditation about your first snow day. I hope that fucking got you going like it got me going. Um, Let's have a good week together, guys. Fucking get into work tomorrow. Sorry, this one's a little late. Get in there. Fucking... Puff that chest out, raise your shoulders high, and get ready for another beautiful day. Because your happiness is in your hands. Fuck, man. I could be a motivational fucking speaker. Damn. All right. Love you guys. What's up, the fucko? We used to be the kids awake days till the next day struggle. Driving who knows where with no buckle. Last name, Berry, first name, Uncle. Come on. Weird lines, full hearts, clear minds. Dope deals and coach sales and motels. Living at the dope man's house. I had to find another party when the dope ran out. When the coke ran out, like the hope ran out. I would get so mad, knock the dope man out. I was dope boy fresh, now I'm dope man down. When the dope man down, I'm the dope man's clown. Here to cheer you up. Ride a couple of cokes, let's stay here to fuck. Now line them up and pass around the plate till our time is up. Uh, I used to push bars. I duck authority, cutting corners and worry, but I know I got a good heart. And I'm book smart. And I'm book smart. I got
got a feeling we might be off to a good start. New Sam, the same habits, a new season. Bar hopping the city, looking for new meaning. I might be done with Seattle women, they're too easy. I had to stop selling Zan because they ruined people. Had to stop doing Zan because they buried people. Had to see cancer women like married people. Had to find my own peace, I was scaring people. We all fuck the same peace, we be sharing people. And I'm stingy boy, had to clean my nose, I was dingy boy. We was pamper trapping, I was Lindsay boy. Off that Lindsay boy, I got busy boy. Uh-oh, this broke with the party. Work nights like beyond the darkness. A broken artist, I wrote this part. Uh, drunk in my studio apartment. Now I'm finally out for the value. No one lifted a finger, I had to do without him. Never thought me a Picasso would get off it. Clean sober, turn leaves over. Every single second is a second of change. Once I saw the big bitch, took a second of frame. I was stuck in the gang. Down from the gang, fucking the game. Like, what is her name? It really don't matter, she went in the same. It really don't matter, we run in the train. Look in the mirror with no one to blame. I need the help, there was no one who came. 